0: remember from that game at one point like you had to go find a spine to go to a chiropractor because spongebob yep. was spineless and yep. i don't know why but that just really stuck with me and then I he goes why you
1: had to go to the chiropractor
0: i don't i have no idea <laughs> but i remember him going and the chiropractor's like what like why do you have that like you're sponge you don't need to go to
1: oh no 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 here's what it was it was there was a there was, like, a strike or something going on. Because, like, the chiro- they wouldn't serve spineless creatures. So basically, SpongeBob needs to go talk to the chiropractor to get, like, a peace offering, which ends up just being his stethoscope or something like that. D- and then there was, like, a murder mystery with, like, a hotel.
0: Oh, yeah! I remember that now. There was a lot of weird stuff in that game. We're
1: saying this jokingly, but it's like, this legit was a game.
2: Yeah. Wow.
1: Hey guys, and welcome back to the Gaming and Collecting Podcast. On this episode, we're going to be taking a bit of a blast to the past and looking at some of the classic license games that we played as kids, particularly the ones from Nick Games and THQ that we also happen to mostly play on the PlayStation 2. It should be fun. But anyways, thank you for joining us as we discuss the games that shaped us. So, how you been?
0: I've been living. Work has been really hard this week, but it's Friday, woohoo, when we're recording yep. this.
1: <laughs> yeah, so time timestamp when we're recording it. But um, yeah, this week was hit or miss. There were some days that flew by and other days not so much.
0: Oh, See, for me, every single day flew by, but that's because I took Monday off and then had to catch up with everything and now i understand why people are always like they come back from a vacation and they're always miserable it's because you have so much work to do <laughs> that was yeah it's so even
1: worse it, it's even worse when you take a week off
0: <laughs> oh yeah i can't even imagine that it like scares me i don't want to take, like i want to take time off but like also at the same time i don't want to take time off
1: well when i took 2 weeks off at the end of last year i was like by the time I, we went back to work, I was like, oh, I don't want to be here.
0: Yeah, no, I did not want to be there on Tuesday. I was like, nope, I don't want to be here.
1: Yeah. But I'm other here. Other than that, I haven't, I haven't really done much other than, <laughs> I kind of worked, went to the gym and slept.
0: Oh, you went to an actual gym or the basement? No, it
1: was our, base, our basement gym. Oh, okay,
0: gym. basement gym. I was like, you're going to the gym again? Wow
1: no not not until after the pandemic's over
0: yeah no i started doing crossfit recently but i've had to take this week off because i've had incredible back pain and it still hurts so i think that means i should go to a doctor because it's been hurting for two weeks straight mm. yay
1: yeah maybe yeah i mean i am i am still I, I am still in the middle of my uh, persona Four golden playthrough i've been doing for a while now
0: oh nice Nice. I I, I
1: meant I finally got to Adachi's dungeon, so I'm oh. just uh, I'm doing social links before the cutoff time, and then I'm gonna do the dungeon in a in a sitting. So
2: nice.
0: Yeah, I was playing some more Sword and Shield. Um, I was playing a little more. I beat the um, I beat the champion, so now I'm the champion. Um, and then I was also playing some Stardew Valley because your post inspired me to play it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> My post inspired you so much you wanted to play a completely different game.
0: Yes. But it, same concept. of I don't have Actually, any of you're... the Harvest Boons, so...
1: Well, if you want to play one, get uh, Story of Seasons, uh, Pioneers of uh, Olive Town. That one's really good.
0: Is that... What console is that That's on?
1: the newest, newest one for the Switch.
0: Oh, okay. Then I'm going to get that. Woohoo!
1: Yeah, that one. That one was pretty good.
0: Yeah. Whether you? Uh, no. Other than oh. that,
1: though, I've been watching right now. Yes. Um,
0: Full Metal Panic. Uh.
1: Full Metal Panic sporadically, along with uh, uh, Yashahime or whatever, however oh. the hell it's pronounced. Whenever the new <laughs> English dub <laughs> episodes come out.
0: Yep. Nice.
1: I'm just. I wanted them to finish dubbing it so I can just w- watch it to the end, and then we can wait for the inevitable season two.
0: Yeah. No, that's understandable. No. I've been watching One Piece again. <laughs> I said I was yeah. going to take a break and watch Hunter x Hunter, but I lied and I couldn't stop watching One Piece.
2: Yeah. I'm in a really good arc fruit right fruit now, i Fruit Baskets. Though.
0: Oh. Yeah. I don't know. No, I haven't been I'm keeping for... up with Fruit Baskets, so I don't know. Well, I'm
1: waiting for Season 3 to start uh, airing so I can, um... Then I'll binge, like, the first two seasons, then I'll... Mm-hmm by then hopefully there'll be enough episodes of season three out
0: yeah I bet there will um yeah because I think it's been going i I don't I don't know I haven't been keeping up with it because I've been watching one piece uh, uh,
1: our anime dubs on reddit uh they uh I think they said that the f- season three premiered on uh Funimation but other than that it's only the first episode or something like that
0: Oh, okay yeah because I know a, a bunch of stuff premiered uh, recently. Because I think Mm. My Hero Academia, they did that Yeah, I
1: saw that's premiering. The final season of Attack on Titan's still going on.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm really sad. Black Clover, I think, aired its final episode.
1: Oh,
2: really?
0: Yeah, until- Well, the thing is, it's kind of in an unknown place, because, uh, it- Like, because what happened is they're caught up with the manga now, so they stopped the anime. Ah. But,
1: so it's like the uh, the Inuyasha situation?
0: Yeah, so I'm on, like, I hope that they, like, once they're re-caught up, well, once they have more manga out, that they'll come out with another Black Clover again, because it's a really good show.
2: Mm.
0: <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. I really like it. Mm. And it also doesn't have really filler, which is, like, one of the things I really mm. like about it. But that's also why I got caught up with the manga so quickly. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yep. Well, anyways, before we get to our topic, I actually did want to do a shout-out real quick. Um, my friends over at the Unofficial Controller Podcast, they're actually doing their 100th episode this weekend.
0: Aw, oh, that's exciting. Congrats!
1: Hmm. I've been following them since, like, the beginning, so it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Congrats to like, them. Like, two years ago. I can't imagine doing 100. <laughs> We're only at 11, so that's crazy. Yeah.
1: Yep. Well, anyways, guys, um, Now, getting into our actual topic, uh, for this episode, we're actually going to be... When we were kids, we had a lot of licensed games yes. back in the day.
0: <laughs> yes, we did. And
1: a large amount of them were Nickelodeon games.
0: Uh, mostly because that's like the majority of TV we watched was True. Nickelodeon well, we weren't, we weren't... Cartoon It's Network. weird because
1: we weren't really Cartoon Network kids, yeah. except for when Toonami was on.
0: Yeah, we watched Toonami <laughs> for the anime. But for the most
1: well, part, we we'd were... watch Nickelodeon. Yeah, we'd watch Nickelodeon all day, and then by the time after school, we'd watch Nickelodeon until Toonami popped on, and we'd swap. We'd switch over there.
2: Yeah,
0: no, that was like that was our show. We were we weren't really like we weren't really Disney kids. I think we watched Disney when there wasn't something on Nickelodeon, but for the most part, we watched Nickelodeon.
1: Yeah. It's funny, we'd watch Nickelodeon until it switched to Nick at Night, and then once it switched to Nick at Night, we'd switch over to Toonami.
0: I think you mean once it switched to George Lopez disappearing, and you'd be like, who is this creepy man? <laughs> That's what no, I hear, remember all the time. No,
1: no, you wouldn't even, you wouldn't even see him, you'd hear Rider playing, and then yeah. you'd be like, oh, <laughs> time to go. You'd
0: be like, no thank you, I don't want it.
1: <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, um, so... We actually mentioned a couple of the games we played during our weird PS1 games episode. Yep. And uh, I figured we'd just kind of give those a quick, like, little mention. Like, we obviously... One of the first games we played together was Rugrats in Paris, the game. Yes. <laughs> which, as a game, it's not the worst thing ever, but it's also, like, one of the most basic games you'll probably ever play.
0: It's a made-for-kids game.
1: Yeah, yeah mini-golf. Woo! The, mi- the mini-golf. So, yeah, I'm not really going to go too much into that one. And then, of course, there was um, Spongebob Squarepants Super Sponge. Yep. Which, w- enough, we've said enough on that. Yeah. It's unnecessarily mean at times, and it's really <laughs> off-putting, kind of graphically. But anyways, getting into games we haven't talked about before. Ironically, some of the first Nickelodeon games we ever played were... Um, on the PC of all things. <laughs>
2: yes.
0: Um so, I think like a lot of people remember like going to Walmart back in the old days and like you'd see like the wall of like P C games and the, the electronic-
1: one dollar PC games.
0: Yeah, and that's where a lot of the Spongebob games were. Well here's were.
1: the here's the fun thing about the SpongeBob games. I never got those at Walmart. You know where we got those?
0: Where did we get those?
1: I got the SpongeBob P because this is back before PC game this is back when like PC games and console games were actually like really different. Yep. Especially for like kids' games and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so we actually would get those PC games out of the Scholastics, the Scholastics book fair of the book catalogs.
2: Oh, I forgot about that. That you'd have to
1: send. You'd have to send in at school, and the game would come in later. Or they had the book fair every year, and you would go and I didn't care about the books. I went to the PC game wall. Yep. I
2: always and I bought went the
1: crappy to... license crap.
0: <laughs> I always went to the uh, like erasers and like all the weird random crap you could buy. Is it
1: that? Is it bad that the last book I bought from the Scholastics book fair was the RuneScape official players guide? <laughs>
2: that's, that's hilarious.
1: so that was out of date when I bought it.
2: Oh my <laughs> and god. And is now
1: like not even use it's completely like useless now, oh but it's god. actually really nostalgic. But that's a topic for another podcast.
0: It's <laughs> <That's> really funny.
1: <laughs> but anyways, yeah, so one one of the series of games that we used to always get were the uh, the, the SpongeBob games which yes. THQ would put out. Yep, and they were made by this company called like it was like AWE Games. Mm-hmm. It was like AWE or AWA Games. Yep, and they were significantly different than their console counterparts. Oh
0: yeah, they were more like although the first the first adventures. two
1: were completely yeah the the first two were completely original. There was the first one was called Operation Krabby Patty, which was the first apparently one of the first SpongeBob games.
2: Yep,
1: and it was. Weird. It was like a mini game compilation where you'd play these really basic kinda like you'd walk SpongeBob around on the screen and you'd have like little objectives with the mouse and stuff and it was it they were very kinda of time based.
2: Yep.
1: It's easy to pick up, really simple. Yeah. But what what I always remember about that game was A, the graphics were really uncanny. Yes. And it had the most ridiculous like CGI cutscenes. Yep. Like pre renders, like I was. You can find them on YouTube. There's something else to watch. Like they're always like, the story is completely nonsensical. Like it it completely breaks the fourth wall all the time. It's like, oh man, that was a weird. And it was like very very based off early like, seasons one two SpongeBob.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I remember that one quite a bit. Uh, and then the second one, which is the one that I probably I think we have the most memories of. Mm-hmm. Uh, was Employee of the Month, which was like a point-and-click adventure yes. game.
0: Yeah, I definitely remember the more point-and-click adventure ones more, just because I think that was more up to my video gaming ability at the time as well. But, oh, I well, remember that, those. They were was, so weird.
1: <laughs> and they took... I mean, nowadays, they're completely uh, rudimentary, but back then, they we used to take forever on those things. Oh, yeah. Because it's like, we never knew what to do, because we were dumb.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> we were dumb. We just,
1: uh... I don't know, Alex. We were pretty dumb. No. It's like, how do you, we were kids! How do you... I know. It was designed we always... for
0: kids. And we were kids.
1: God. That one was that one was trippy, though.
0: Yeah. There was, like, a lot of weird imagery in some of those, like, games. Like,
1: well, because they used the same weird graphic style, which looked yeah. really odd. Because it was, like, 3D rendered...
0: Uh, well I remember but, there was like this one zone like th- they all like had different parts of the map and you had to go and like complete tasks and like s- complete tasks like a point and click adventure.
1: Well ba- every every there... mission because the game was mm-hmm. split into like a number of different segments. Yep. And every segment had like one main goal
0: mm-hmm. and
1: basically to g- achieve this main goal you, you would basically achieve have to do a bunch a of other of little goals. Yeah. Little fetch quests basically yep. to achieve this one goal. Yep. And I remember, the most infamous one I can think of is, you need to get into Sandy's Tree Dome. Mm-hmm. So you need your water helmet, because SpongeBob can't breathe air. Yep. And the water helmet is at SpongeBob's house. Mm-hmm. But there's a freaking cobra in the water
0: helmet. Oh, yeah! And it would always play like this, like, dun-dun, dun-dun-dun, like music. Yeah, the music was
1: really, like... Dark for no reason. <laughs> like even. it
0: made you creeped out.
1: And if you tried to grab the helmet with the cobra and it, it would like, it would like lunge at you and it'd be like, what?
0: And then Switch would be like, oh, or something.
1: Yeah, but, um, so to get the, um, to get the, um, the cobra out, you need to go, you need to charm it with Squidward's clarinet. <laughs> yeah. So you have to get Squidward's clarinet, but he's sleeping. So you have yeah, to go his into clarinet, his dream. And you have to, like, invade his dream, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But what's disturbing about that is once you go inside his dream, SpongeBob becomes literally a SpongeBob version of Squidward. Yes. Uh. And you basically, you go into his dream and you basically tell him, oh, I'm your, I'm you, but from a different shift of your dream. I need the clarinet. (laughs) You're at the dance lesson. So you basically steal his clarinet (laughs) from him and then ruin his dream because he starts doing like interpretive dance on the clarinet stage. It's, Bizarre.
0: Yeah, and I remember like the imagery in the dream world was like what the heck? It was so it was trippy. Just,
1: it was like the, the Squidward like it was like the land of Squidwards episode from the T V series, but even more bizarre.
0: Yeah, even more weird and creepy. I I also remember like wasn't there like um like, an area, it was, like, this rich area, like, this rich town, and you yeah, had rich, to, like, get a, like, suit at some point. You had to get a suit no, no. to go what to it the was, fancy was restaurant? To
1: get, to get into, it wasn't even that, it was to get into the, um, the hot springs, you needed to have a jacket for some reason.
0: Oh, yeah! You need the jacket! <laughs>
1: So, to get a jacket, you basically get into this fancy diner, and they give you a rental jacket. Yep. And then Spongebob being... Spongebob orders a Krabby Patty from the fancy restaurant, so they throw them out, but they don't take the jacket back. Yeah. So, that's how you get the jacket. It's the most... It's like, okay.
0: But then, like, you take the jacket... And the jacket... And, like, you're going to the hot spring to fill up, like, a like an air tank or something, right? Isn't it? Yes. Like, that's what it's supposed to be? Because
1: the rocket ship... Because you took Sandy's... You, you were taking Sand The whole... The whole plot of Employee of the Month is Spongebob (laughs) won a trip to, like, this theme park. And he's basically on a trip to the theme park, but it keeps going wrong. Yep. And at one point, they decide to take Sandy's rocket. (laughs) But Patrick being Patrick, steps on the air hose, like, the fuel hose. Yep. Before they finish fueling it, so the rocket doesn't get enough fuel. So it crashes before it makes it to the park, so you have to go on a fetch quest to fill the uh, fuel tanks.
2: Yep.
0: That game was so chaotic. And then the game of following it though was based off the SpongeBob movie well b-
1: before that though the best part about the the, fest, the best part about the game is the whole ending is basically it's a it's a vacation parody where they get to the theme park and the guys are like no these tickets are for next week <laughs> oh, and yeah. then SpongeBob just starts crying on the ground but then it turns out it was a surprise party and then the, the game ends with them partying at the <laughs> That game was unnecessarily rude, too. Like, there it was. There were some mean-spirited characters in that game.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, like... That, yeah, there was a lot of mean-spirited characters, now that I think about it. Oh my goodness.
1: Then again, there was a lot of mean-spirited characters in SpongeBob yeah. back in the day, to be honest, too. So. In
0: general, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that game's weird. Look up the cutscenes for it at some point. It's something else. I'm
0: gonna have to do that. I think I'm gonna do that tomorrow. I'm just gonna look up the cutscenes for all these old PC games. And just be like, mm. what is going on? Or like a playthrough. Yep. I might watch a playthrough. It would probably take like an hour, so.
1: Yeah. No, but, um, and then following that, there was also the, um, the movie game also had a yep. PC adaption, which was in the same exact style.
0: Yep, a point-and-click adventure. Yeah. leading task. But your goal was to, like, follow the plot of the movie. It so. was,
1: it, well, it was weird, because it didn't really follow the plot of the movie. It actually, it followed, like, the scene... <laughs> It followed the stuff that we didn't see in the movie Yeah Like the whole Spongebob getting The first level is Spongebob getting ready in the morning Yep Uh, The second level is you play as Plankton And it's him getting ready to go steal the crown And then No, actually no, the the level is you stealing the crown Yep Yeah Huh Actually, that's funny uh, and then, like th- all every level is like weird, like side events that are happening during the thing.
0: It's happening during the main like plot line. Mo-
1: yeah, it's it's actually really odd. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now that I think about it.
0: Well, I don't know why, but I like distinctly remember from that game at one point, like you had to go find a spine. To go to a chiropractor because SpongeBob yep. was spineless, and yep. I don't know why, but that just really stuck with me. And then he goes. I forget goes, why you
1: had to go to the chiropractor.
0: I don't. I have no idea, <laughs> but I remember him going, and the chiropractor's like, "What? Like, why do you have that? Like, you're Sponge. You don't need to go to." Oh
1: a chiro- no 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 no! You, the, here's what it was. It was there was a there was like a strike or something going on. Because, like, the chiro- they wouldn't serve spineless creatures, so basically, Spongebob needs to go talk to the chiropractor to get, like, a peace offering, which ends up just being his stethoscope or something like that. D- and then there was, like, a murder mystery with, like, a hotel.
0: Oh, yeah! I remember that now. There was a lot of weird stuff in that game. We're, we're
1: saying this jokingly, but it's like, this legit was a game.
0: Yeah. Wow. I wish I Battle could. for
1: Bikini Bottom had a PC version, too. We never played that one, though.
0: Oh, it did? Was it a point-and-click adventure? or? Yeah. Oh, okay. Hmm.
1: It was weird. I've seen cutscenes of it. Huh. it. It was, like, the same style, but it was... It, that one looked kind of lame, though, I'm not gonna lie.
0: No. no I'd yeah. rather be in a... I'd rather you be also in Squidward's Trippy a... Dream Universe.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Unrelated, but you also had a Bratz game that was the same developer and the same style. I
0: had multiple Bratz games. I think I had two different ones. Yeah, but ones. you had one
1: on the P- You had one on the PC though. That that was by the same company, and it was like the same exact style. No,
0: yeah, it was like the same point-and-click adventure. It was like the To the, the point where they even used game.
1: the they used the scary SpongeBob music at one point too.
0: They did, yes.
2: Oh,
1: what oh. a time! Yeah, that was in That was <laughs> that was interesting. But anyways, guys, uh, <laughs> going back to actual. Games now, I guess you could say.
0: <laughs> hey, those were games. They were yeah, great games. <laughs> were, were they? Were,
1: were they though, or were they just experiences?
0: Hey, well, I, yeah, they were more of an experience, <laughs> with all honesty. Um, but they were great experiences. I mean, we can still remember points of them to this day. So obviously, they. Well, stuck I remember with them us.
1: vividly. Like yeah. I could honestly probably put them in and finish them. Yeah. In a sitting.
0: No, I think I could too.
1: Yeah, that's funny. But, uh, anyways, now moving on to the, the PlayStation 2. This one was probably where the majority of our licensed game, the yeah. game experiences were.
0: There was a lot of them.
1: Hmm. I'd figure. We'll take a break from SpongeBob because SpongeBob's going to be probably the majority of this, but uh, yeah. let's go to um, Fairly Odd Parents next. Yeah! So, Fairly Odd Parents had two games at that point. Mm-hmm. There was um, Break into Rules
0: Yes, that was the and first sha- one
1: Yep, and then Shadow Showdown Yep. Both completely original storylines But what was cool about THQ was They actually would get like the actual voice actors For pretty much all the roles mm. For the most part But um Both of the family the Eye Prince games were 3D platformers They were kind of linear like style They weren't really open world
0: Mm-hmm. You had to follow and, a dedicated path.
1: Yeah, like there wasn't, there was kind of exploration in some. The sec the second game in particular had more exploration, but it was still pretty linear with all its levels.
2: Yep.
1: But um, they were both made by uh, Blitz Games.
2: Yep.
1: Who have been around for a while, hmm. and um, I remember those ones were, those ones were cool because they were like cel shaded.
0: Mm-hmm. No, they looked real... nice. Like they were hmm. nice looking games.
1: But I always remember, like, I remember for, like, the longest time, like, getting stuck on so many levels and breaking the rules.
0: Yeah, well, that game was actually legitimately, like, hard. Like, it wasn't, for a kid. Like, it, like, it was hard for a kid. Like it, Going
1: back to it now, it's rudimentary, but...
0: Yeah, but, like, for the age demographic it was going for, they gave it, like, a good amount of challenge, which I give them props for.
1: Granted, it, that game's also a bit slippery and... Mm. Not... It hasn't aged particularly well.
2: Yeah.
1: I, I remember the storyline was kind of funny, though, because it was basically... Timmy Timmy wishes he didn't have to follow the rules or something, so the rules just get wished away. <laughs> and then Vicky ends up with them. Oh, no. And then basically because Vicky stole the rules, uh, Cosmo and Wanda lose their powers. So The whole plot of the game is you basically have to re... Get back every page of the rules.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I remember because, like, each level, it's similar to, like, the SpongeBob games where it's basically a love letter to, like, the first couple seasons of Fairly Odd Parents. Yep. But, like, the whole goal of each level is you have to collect, like, wish stars to get, like, wishes. And every five wish stars, you get another page of the rules.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it, every wish, you'd, you'd basically use all the wishes to uh, get through the levels. And it was mostly just platforming challenges. Mm hmm. And every level is based off of, like, a different episode of, like, the series. Like, one of them is, like, the tiny, like... It's yeah, like a the
0: microscopic, of... like, the microscopic Yeah, because yep.
1: it's, like, the parody of that. And then you have, like, this the super suit he had at one point. There's a crimson chin level. Yep,
0: the crimson chin.
1: Uh, the camping level.
2: Oh, Which yeah, also we're...
1: parodies the whole him getting turned into a girl thing.
2: Yep.
1: <laughs> and the, the final boss of that level is a... That- the final boss for that level is hilarious because it is- it's not really even a boss, it's an- it's like a- a segment of the stage where first you have to do, like- the whole stage is basically like a Metal Gear parody where you gotta, like, dodge- you gotta, like, stealth your way through the level. Mm-hmm. And then the final section is, like, you have to, like, get through the- whatever the female, uh, scouts in that world were, I forget the name.
0: It was, like, Acorn but, uh, or something,
1: no it was like a pastry I, I think.
0: Oh cream puffs.
1: yeah yeah, like that's cream what puffs? it was yeah but uh you have to infiltrate their camp and get inf- basically you have to find all this information through the camp and then you have to do a rhythm game <laughs> <laughs> to gain entrance to Vicky's tent to steal to basically uh, undo the wish she did at the time and then it ends with a chase sequence like a crash bandicoot styled like chase sequence. it's wow. like okay. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I didn't realize, like, how many different style, like, gameplay styles that, that that the fairly obvious game, like, had. Like, I don't remember all of, like, the rhythm part, the chase part, I don't really remember a lot of that, well, it, so it's, that's funny. it's funny
1: because the rhythm, y- y- one of the problems I had with that game was I got stuck at, like, the random, like, gameplay change segments.
0: Oh, yep.
1: Ironically, the rhythm game wasn't one of the ones I got stuck at. Yeah. I got stuck at, there was, like, random parts where you'd have to, like... I it was kind of like a stress thing, like, where, like, you'd be trying to, like, grapple something in, and you'd have to, like, there'd be a meter, and you'd have to keep the, the arrow in the center of the meter, so you'd have to move it, like, back and forth or up or down. Oh,
2: okay. And it
1: was, it was as a kid, my dexterity sucked, so I, I sucked at those so bad, and I couldn't, um, I got stuck on those levels for, like, the longest time.
2: Yep.
0: I still stink at those to this day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then the other thing I got stuck on For the longest time was There's one level with like right at the beginning Beginning of the st- Of the world um, There's like a button masher
2: mm-hmm.
1: And I could not do the button mash To save my life Now I can do it e- like effortlessly But back then I, it was like You'd be like slamming on the X like button t- the, <laughs> And it but would yeah, just you're... You'd always lose Yeah Oh. The final boss was, was crazy in that game, too, because it was a little... Well, actually, before that, there's a level where you play as a dog. There is? <laughs> yeah, it, it parodies the whole Timmy when Timmy got turned into a dog episode.
2: Oh, yep.
1: So there's a whole episode where you play as a dog, and you gotta basically go through that whole um, world, basically, just to get enough wish stars to wish yourself back into a human. Yep. No, no, actually, no, they couldn't, they couldn't wish you back because Tootie fell in love with Timmy dog, and they the Wish couldn't interfere with true love, so that he couldn't get Wish back. So the whole goal of the epi- level is to basically make yourself, make Tootie oh, hate you. yep. And it ends with him jumping in mud and getting disgusting.
2: Yep.
0: Nice. Yeah. I remember that. Oh, this is and making then, me, like, so nostalgic for, like, um, Fairly Parents, like, because in the beginning, it was, like, a really fun show, and then... As, as soon as they they had like a baby that's when things got weird.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even remember. Apparently it got really weird after even after the baby because I guess he had like a dog, a talking dog at one point yeah. and then they
0: They kept trying new s- things and it And then just they didn't added work. in like
1: a second a second like character who had to either share cosmo and one. I, yeah. I, I never got it
0: yeah i never watched those i like i, I was I so stopped after the baby i was like this is weird yeah, I, know. I, I
1: dropped so i dropped off way before that i just i remember reading about it i was like what i, was like, well, I, I,
0: I remember It's this is really weird i remember the weirdest part about them having a baby was that cosmo was the one that was pregnant and yeah that's so weird
1: are you surprised though <laughs> i mean are are you surprised
0: no but like uh, like i feel like that's a mistake because like i feel like some people like that probably too much like that's weird uh, that's really uh, well, weird people have weird kinks it's weird let's
1: let's let's just leave it at that
0: <laughs> i just think that was weird <laughs>
1: Yeah. I
0: don't I, it, I mean like whatever. If people enjoy but I think they should have looked into like l- let's, people's thoughts.
1: L- let's l- let's move away from this.
0: <laughs> I just um, distinctly remember that and be like
1: I I didn't remember that and now I do. So, <laughs> right. But um You're
0: welcome. Anyways I've ruined the, your my favorite part about that.
1: No, it's already been ruined. Oh but, um, true but anyways as i've been trying to say <laughs> the uh, the final boss of breaking the rules is um it's vicky but she's turned into a dragon because the oh, fairy yep. council i guess thought it would be unfair <laughs> otherwise and you don't actually like attack her directly instead you um there's like panels on the floor and you basically have to make her spell out the wish, I wish I never took the book from Timmy.
2: Oh, yep.
1: But there's a couple, like, random, like, other i options there. So you can literally, if you want to be, like, juvenile, you can make her say, I wish I never took pants. <laughs> Just <laughs> because.
0: Wow. That's actually but kind they're of also, a cool little not... concept, though.
1: hmm but it's cool too because they're not like wor- The panels aren't don't say like words. They're just symbols, and you have to kind of guess what the symbols mean. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's a it's a challenge boss, but it's a good final boss.
0: Yeah, that's really creative, actually. Like instead of because it kind of makes more like sense with the whole atmosphere of the game that mm. you're not just like directly attacking her. I think that's actually a really cool concept. The fact yeah. that you had to like write like basically have her say, "I wish I didn't," blah blah blah. Instead yeah. of like be like boom, I punched you in the face, bitch! <laughs>
1: <laughs> Freaking dragon! Yeah, I yeah. think that's cool. So then, after so then of course after um, after breaking the rules, there was Shadow Showdown, which was same developer, same basic style. Mm-hmm. They that one though was different because basically there was a shadow shadowy figure who basically hijacked TVs and basically cancelled out all the fairies' power. Yeah. And the whole goal of the game is basically you have to get the power back. Mm. So, it's basically the same thing. You go through a bunch of levels and you have to collect wish stars. Yeah. To get wishes. But this time around, well, first off, the controls and everything is so much tighter and much more responsive. Mm. Thank God. <laughs> I actually I replayed Shadow Showdown recently. I was like, "Wow, this one is tight."
2: Like, oh really? Surprisingly,
1: it was surprisingly tight. Huh. That's like control wise. Yep. But um, what was interesting about that one is they streamlined the the wish star mechanic. So rather than having to get five wish stars to get a wish, you only need to get three, and every level is there's three sets of um, wish stars for three different wishes. Yep. And you can switch between the wishes at any point. Hmm. Cause in the first game, when you got, a, when you got a wish, it would eventually wear off, and you'd move on to the next wish, and you wouldn't get to use the old wish again. Mm-hmm. But these ones are more like situational. Like you can use them. The, this uh, Shadow Showdown has like a larger emphasis on like backtracking.
2: Yep.
0: Oh, well, Shadow Showdown was more of the open world concept too, rather than like you're going on a designated path. Like it was. I wouldn't more... say
1: open world. It was more semi open.
0: Yeah. Well, it was more it was... open than the last game.
1: Because every stage had an end still, but there was there was a degree of backtracking, I guess you could say.
0: Hmm. Well, because I remember one level distinctly was like, um, it was like a world where you had to get like moths or something. And oh, bring d- the them one to, like... Timmy's
1: dad's dream.
0: Yeah, Timmy's dad's you wanna dream. You want to
1: talk about, so there's like a weird thing with Nickelodeon games and dreams, by the way.
0: Yeah, they got weird dreams going on. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but, um. Yeah, that that level's weird. There's, um. Another, uh. There was another Crimson Chin themed level.
0: hmm. There was a Fairy uh, World monk... level.
1: Yep. There was also. Because this one was pre- was post. catastrophe, which was the first TV movie. hmm. That was the one with the Wish Muffin. Yep. Because the Wish Muffin is, like, a, uh. A plot point in this game. Oh, it is. Yeah, because that's, like,. That's, I guess, the main goal of the stage, I guess you could say.
0: Yep, get the wish wishmuff.
1: But, um, this one... It's weird. Shadow Showdown was better, but probably less memorable,
0: mm. if that makes sense. Yeah, because I remember some state. Like, I remember Fairy World, and I remember the Moth World, the Dad's like, Dream, dad's dream and I remember... Do I remember anything else?
1: I remember the monkey-themed level.
0: There was a monkey level?
1: There was a level that was based around, like, the concept of, like, um, if the world was, like, taken over by, like, apes, I guess.
0: I don't remember that level.
1: No. That, that, it, all I remember is the final boss ends up being, like, the shadow of this random NPC you meet earlier in the game. Oh. Yeah. The story wasn't as good, and Shadow Showdown had better levels, better gameplay, a weaker story.
0: I feel like though the levels weren't based off episodes as much, though.
1: Well, no, they were. They were all definitely based off episodes.
0: They were the moth, the moth dream. I don't remember uh, that, that episode.
1: <laughs> that was based off of like a lot of concepts revolving Timmy's dad.
0: Oh, okay, just Timmy's strange dad, father figure. Man.
1: Yes. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, that would those were the only two console fairly odd parents games.
0: Yeah, I don't and I then, didn't play any handheld fairly odd parents game. Yeah, I don't know about you.
1: I played them. Um, the only one I really played was Breaking the Rules and that one was basically just a side scrolling beat em up. Oh, okay. It's okay. Yeah. It's not amazing.
0: You'd rather play the PlayStation version? Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. But, um... So, uh, before we get to Spongebob, because Spongebob's gonna take forever, um... Okay, guys, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. And we're back!
2: We're back!
1: So, anyways, continuing on with our Nickelodeon games discussion,
2: uh, there was
1: the Jimmy Neutron games. Yes! So, there was... Three Jimmy Neutron games in total on the uh, PlayStation Two.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, the first one was based off of the original film.
2: Oh. Okay. And
1: the most noteworthy thing about that game was really, a it was made by a company called Big Sky Interactive, who we're gonna get more into later.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, b it had really uncanny art <laughs> and models. Oh boy but really other than that it's it was kind of harmless it, it wasn't amazing but it wasn't awful either
0: yeah we didn't really play that game very much
1: did no we? i played that later on
0: yeah i don't really have any memories of that no
1: one. you wouldn't either you uh, that was you you'd stop caring at that point
0: yeah <laughs> i didn't so stop then, caring i just
1: no you were interested in other things at that point yeah but um then following that one there was Jimmy Neutron boy genius jet fusion which was based off the Jet Fusion TV movie.
0: Oh okay. I don't remember and that
2: movie.
1: <laughs> I I vaguely do. I, Jimmy Neutron was kind of like a like a, a flash in the pan for me. Yep. But um the game itself was made by Chrome Studios. Who are the same company known for, like, the TIE, the Tasmanian Devil games. Oh. And, um, the first two Legend of Spyro games. Huh. That was the Spyro, the first Spyro reboot. Yep. But, um, yeah, they made this game, uh, the Jet Jet Fusion game, and it's... It's not really good.
2: Oh.
1: Like, but what's interesting about it is its entire design and setup was carried over to the next game, which yeah. is the one that we have memories of. <laughs> yes. Which was Jimmy Neutron Attack of the Chwonkies based off that TV movie. <laughs> yup. And it has the same exact setup and design, but instead it was made by THQ's Australian studio. hmm And it's just a better game in general.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I remember um, watching you play that game, and... I remember also being really weirded out by it too, by the twonkies.
1: Well, the Twonky TV movie was kind of weird to begin with. Yeah,
0: it was a weird it was just a weird time.
1: Well, apparently from what I've read, the te- that was supposed to be like a, a an even bigger like thing, but a lot of it was cut down, and I guess a lot of the elements from that that were cut out of the original film were put in the game. Huh? Which is why the game is like extra expanded
0: Yeah I remember it was like a long game It took you a while to beat it
1: Well what took me a while is Later on in the game you get to (laughs) There's one section in the game where You need to like do arcade games to To basically beat the game Like you have to beat all these arcade games Mm -hmm. And some of them are just Annoying
0: (laughs) Oh I hate that
1: It's, like, unrelated, but it's like Donkey Kong 64, which is already a draining game as it is. Yeah. But, uh, to beat Donkey Kong 64, there's a section right at the end where you gotta beat the classic Donkey Kong arcade machine.
2: Oh.
1: Not everyone's gonna be able to beat that game, I'm just- just saying.
0: Yeah. No, I don't like when video games do that, like...
1: I- I don't like when they make it mandatory.
0: Yeah, that's the thing, like... That's the problem. I'm, like, I'm all for a game to have mini games, but when they're, like... Mandatory, Like, it kind of stinks, because, like, not everyone's great at every game, and it's just, yeah. like... Yeah. It's, like, oh, and then you're stuck on it, and you're just, like, well, I'm never finishing this game.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but, um, anyways, as for, uh, atta- as for Attack of the Twonkies, the game, it was n- kind of a semi-platformer, but it was more of, like, an action-adventure game. Mm-hmm. And the kind of goal of every stage was you had to, like, collect random, like, items from around the... That you'd find in the levels. Yep. And you'd use them to invent stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah! Oh, and I some, remember that. And some
1: of the inventions were entirely useless. Yes. But others you needed to basically beat the game. And it was kind of like puzzle solving, because you had to use them throughout the stages to find Twonkies and catch them.
0: Yeah. Didn't you... You had <laughs> to, like, catch all the Twonkies, right? Like, that was the main... Yeah, topic. you
1: had to catch a certain amount to... Uh, to I think actually you had to catch them all to be at a stage.
0: No, I think you had to catch them all. Oh, sorry, yeah. I just yawned. I'm
2: tired.
1: Yeah, it's been a long week. It has. But yeah, been that a one long was. Week. We're kind of glancing over the uh, Jimmy the Jimmy Neutron episodes here. Be, I mean, uh, games here because.
0: But we didn't have a of lot of experience with them.
1: Well, we had a lot of experience with the third one, but the third yeah. one's really like. It was just there.
0: Yeah, and well, the thing is, is like we've kind of basically already summed up the game. It was like you go, you travel around the world, you catch Twonky, you uh, invent stuff, and that was basically it. There was like it
1: was kind of like Ape Escape, actually.
0: Yeah, I was actually but thinking not as that. Good.
1: Spoiler warning for a future podcast. Um, anyways, <laughs> but yeah, I guess um, there's no point in holding back. Let's move on straight to the the ones we've had the most experience with.
2: The Spongebob, the
1: SpongeBob games.
2: games.
1: Yes. Now, there's the one that we're going to get into the most, I'm going to hold off for a minute, just because I want to talk for a minute about Spongebob Squarepants' Revenge of the Flying Dutchman. Yep. <laughs> there's a lot to unpack with this one.
2: hmm
1: So, this game is... It was the first Spongebob game on PS2. hmm So, the whole plot of this one is basically Spongebob is playing Fetch with Gary. Yep. And he throws the stick, and then Gary finds... brings back the Flying Dutchman's bottle. (laughs) And he frees the Flying Dutchman, and the Flying Dutchman, like, curses SpongeBob with being a member of his crew, but SpongeBob goes, uh, Gary did it. So then the Dutchman's like, okay, I'll take Gary instead. No! (laughs) So then the whole plot of the game is all SpongeBob's friends keep getting kidnapped, and you have to basically explore levels to find... To find, like, uh, letters to spell out Spongebob's name Mm -hmm. to unlock personal items of the Flying Dutchman. It's it's not the worst platformer I've ever played. It's not great.
0: Yeah, it could be worse. Uh,
1: What makes this one so interesting is the whole story behind its development.
0: Oh, really?
1: Because it was made by a company called Big Sky Studios, Mm -hmm. who was the same company that made the first... um, Jimmy Neutron game. Oh, okay. And it was. They, those were the only two games this company made. Oh. Although they worked originally, technically, a company called Callisto USA. Callisto. Callisto, or whatever. It's a weird name. But, um. Basically. Th- there's actually a whole documentary about this game on YouTube, believe it or not.
0: Oh, really? Huh.
1: Well, more about Big Sky than anything, but, um. Yep. Basically, what happened was the game. They they ended up getting the contract for the game, and then they basically got. Well, what happened was they were, at while they were finishing the game, they were trying to find their next like jobs to Mm -hmm. keep making money, and they couldn't get any work. Oh. Like no one would answer their calls. Yeah. So they basically went out of business right after the game, and there was a myth for the longest time that the game was considered so bad that it killed the company
2: oh no but, but then it... it
1: was it was later revealed THQ actually wanted to buy out uh, big Sky mm-hmm. and big Sky turned them down oh. so THQ blackballed them
0: <gasps> oh that's so mean
1: yeah I guess one of the guys who used to be like the president of THQ or something or not president but one of the um higher ups at THQ he basically blackballed them from like the rest of the uh, industry so they couldn't get any work and it basically forced them to close down oh
0: my god that's crazy
1: That that's what uh, there's a whole video explaining it on uh, YouTube oh my god it's, it's very because for the longest time there was a th- the rumor was because the PS2 version of uh, Revenge of the Flying Dutchman has a game breaking glitch mhm which basically causes the game to, like... There's a loading glitch where the game will just kind of load forever and it will. It can corrupt memory cards. Yep. But... Well, maybe not corrupt, but it, it messes up the game. Yep. But, um... It only affects, like, really early PS2s. Mm. And I think from what I've read is it had something to do... The theory... Because the, the GameCube version doesn't have this issue. Oh, okay. So the theory is it had something to do with, like the way they programmed the loading Mm
2: -hmm.
1: early ps2s had issues with it and caused uh, it it caused the glitch to happen because later the later ps2s don't have this have different hardware Mm -hmm. and it's not really present in like the slim lines yep but because of the way it's programmed it also is impossible to run on ps3 like the ps3s that can play ps2 games oh wow this is all like a thing things i've read and from also i got from that video mm-hmm. but um yeah so it's it's a it's a kind of a weird like messy story with that game
0: that's so weird i didn't know that i feel so bad for that company like that things well, like that well most happen.
1: of them all got work in other places well
0: that's good i'm glad they got work but but it's
1: also the reason why that game is the, the revenge of the flying dutchman is so weird yeah Like, because, like, for the game itself, like, it's kind of, it controls slippery, it doesn't look great. Mm. The audio is the weirdest part, because there's, like, the, you know how Spongebob has, like, the narrators all the time? Yep. The guy that got, they got to do the narration in Flying Dutchman, he sounds unnecessarily sinister.
0: Oh. Like, it's
1: really weird.
0: That's so weird. You can
1: also go in Spongebob's bathroom and it just makes fart noises.
0: Alright, why not? Fart humor. <laughs> it's,
1: it's incredibly the Kids juvenile. love it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Wow. I didn't know but, that. That's crazy. I do feel really bad for the studio. Like, that's, that's crazy to me. Wow.
1: Yeah, but that's the... That's why that game is so different from the other SpongeBob games. Yeah. Because then following that one, THQ just used one of their own developers mm-hmm. to make Battle for Bikini Bottom, which is basically... <laughs> considered one of the greatest license games ever made yeah now battle for bikini bottom was made by heavy iron studios
2: mm-hmm.
1: who was probably one of the best licensed game developers from that era
2: yep
1: i'd say but um spongebob battle for bikini bottom was essentially a mario 64 styled clone like game where like Is all it? the levels were open And you basically your goal was you had to collect golden spatulas. Yes. Because plankton invaded. Plankton was going to invade the world with robots, but the robots wouldn't obey him because it's plankton. Of course they wouldn't. (laughs) And they all invade Bikini Bottom, but SpongeBob and Patrick were playing robots and racehorses or something beforehand, and um, they made a wish for robots on on a magic shell. Yep. So it happened to line up with the robot invasion, and they think they cost it.
0: So they're trying to save the world, but in fact it was just plankton. Oh my god, that's so silly. That's totally something that would, like, happen in the show, which is like... Oh, yeah.
1: The writing's really good, aside from Mr. Krabs looking like he's always high and not being voiced by Clancy Brown.
0: Well, not every game is perfect.
1: (laughs) No, that's like the one... Well, that and... I I I'm not sure if Ernest sport had passed away at that point, or, um, not, but he doesn't play, uh, Mermaid Man either. Oh, okay. And the sound-alikes don't really sound like them at all.
0: Oh, womp womp.
1: Which, as a kid, I didn't notice, but nowadays you play it and you're like, yeah, that's not right.
0: Yeah, you're like, hmm, something doesn't sound quite right here.
1: Yeah, but, um... So other than that, though, the plot's pretty simple from there on. It's basically you go from level to level, collect spatulas. Uh, there's, like, random, like, there's basically a goal, a mission objective for each stage. Like, the first mm-hmm. level is Jellyfish Fields, and it's literally Squidward gets stung by bee. Oh. Go, or stung by Jellyfish. Go to the top of mountain and beat King Jellyfish to get jelly to heal Squidward.
0: <laughs> nice.
1: And a bunch of other stuff happens along the way. Yeah. It's kind of, like, set up like that, and then between each... The hub world is, like, broken up into three distinct areas, and between each one is, like, a a super boss. Yep. All based... Basically all robotic versions of one of the characters.
0: Oh, that's funny.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But it was... It was cool. Hmm. I never could beat it as a kid. Well, I know, I beat the game, but I never, like, completed it. Like, got everything.
0: But now you can uh, go back and complete it.
1: Well, here's the fun part. Um, We'll get to it later, but... Uh, the game was remade.
0: Yeah, for the Switch and PlayStation. And for every,
1: well, for everything, basically. Yeah. But um, I did 100% that one, but we'll get to that in a bit. Yep. Because uh, following Battle for Bikini Bottom, we had the movie game. Yes. Which was also made by Heavy Iron. Mm-hmm. And it was basically... It was basically just Battle for Bikini Bottom but better. Yeah. In a lot of ways, but also not as good in a lot of ways. Hmm. Cuz the levels were all linear now. Yeah. You still had to collect like it still had collectathon aspects because you had to collect goofy goober coins. <laughs> but there was um there was also um there was like driving sections and like
0: Oh yeah, cuz you had the Patty Mobile.
1: Mm. Uh, it, it loosely followed the plot of the game.
0: Yeah, better than the PC game.
1: Well, yes, because the the actual plot actually had to do with the movie. Yeah. <laughs> David Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff was a boss arena. He was. Yeah, one of the boss fights is literally on his back.
0: Oh my god, that's so silly! I love that actually. As, that's hilarious.
1: But um, I always remember that one. That one was cool, too, because it actually, like, built off of, like, what the first game did. Mm. Like, you had, like, upgradable weapons, there was, like, more minigame options.
2: Yeah.
1: A lot of content in that one. Actually, I, I kind of want to play that one again now that I think about it.
0: Nice. Do you think they'll remake but, that one?
1: Uh, I don't know, because that one's technically, le- that one's got more licensing issues around it.
0: Oh, because of the movie aspect?
1: Because it's based off the movie and stuff. And
0: David Hasselhoff.
1: <laughs> yeah, but um.
0: See, I don't remember that one as much. I more remember Battle for Bikini Bottom. Well, because
1: Battle for Bikini Bottom, we owned, we borrowed and rented the movie game. Oh, for the longest okay, time. that's
0: why. Blockbuster. And then app af-
1: but then after um after that one, that was the last one Heavy Iron would do for a while, and then mm-hmm. like the. We didn't have um, the next game, but the next game was the Lights, Camera, Pants, which was like a minigame compilation.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And apparently it's really good, from what oh, people say. Huh. And I've been meaning to pick it up, I just haven't, I always forget to do it, <laughs> just kind of forget.
0: Well, now's your chance. Do it. Right yeah. now well, on the podcast. Go on eBay and find it and buy it. No.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do it eventually. But, um...
0: <laughs> nope. Do it now.
1: But after that was, um, <laughs> Creature from the Krusty Krab.
0: Oh, did we play that one? Did you play I that one? It.
1: Okay. You probably didn't. Nope. That one was interesting, because it's kind of like it. Well, it was made by Blitz Games, the people who made the uh, the Fa- the Fairly Odd Parents games, actually. Mhm. But it was, so it was kind of like mini game based. Yep. But also a platformer. But mm-hmm. there was, like... I don't really remember what the plot was, either. All I remember is, like, it was bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> like, there was the art style was, like, super exaggerated at times. Like, there was this weird, like, racing thing where, like, Spongebob and Patrick looked, like, straight out of, like, a weird, like, art film. Oh. And then there's, like, a level where you play as a giant plankton and shoot stuff. It's...
0: Oh. Yeah, I yeah, have that... no recollection no,
1: of that. I only vaguely remember that one because I rented it once. I own it now. I should really probably play it again. Yeah, yeah. at some
2: point.
0: <laughs> Add it to the pile. Or, in your <sighs> case, the mountain.
1: <laughs> the shelf.
0: The shelves, shelves, Because it's That's not the... just one. It's several.
1: <laughs> Anyways. Um, then after that... I didn't play the one that was based off the Atlantis movie. No. I don't even remember the Atlantis movie, to be honest.
0: I don't either.
1: Because we were... I think at that point,
0: we had moved on. Because the Toe Incident happened, and we...
1: Well, you were still watching for the Toe Incident. (laughs) I stopped after the first movie. Yeah. I still
0: uh, watched, and then...
1: The only SpongeBob game I picked up again after that was...
0: The remake?
1: uh, True... Truth or Square. Oh. Because the only reason I picked that one up was because Heavy Iron made it again. was oh, back on the team. Oh, okay. And I was curious just because of that alone. And it played fine. It played like the movie game in Battle for Bikini Bottom, but I had no idea what was going on with the plot.
0: Oh, no? I Yeah, I yeah. don't remember that one either. I,
1: I didn't. It was based off the Truth or Square movie. I Yeah, the Truth or Square or whatever movie. Yep. I think... I never saw it, so I have no idea. I'm just assuming the game was based Did... off of it.
0: Yeah, it might not be. I... Who knows? We didn't watch it. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I, had, I had fun with it. It wasn't, like, awful. but oh, I mean, I, I was kind of lost. <laughs>
0: yeah. You didn't... Yeah, no, I feel like when you can't follow the plot, that does, like, make things more difficult, but maybe you can find the movie, watch it, and then replay the game, and then maybe it'll make sense.
1: I'd rather just play the game and just... Not worry about it. But... All
0: right, all right. You can do that too. <laughs> Why not? Don't um, listen to me. Don't listen to my advice. <laughs>
1: okay, okay.
2: You hurt my feelings. Well,
1: <laughs> I guess before we get to the because, uh, other than that, I didn't play any of the following SpongeBob games. Like I didn't play the weird PS Vita three uh, PS three ones.
0: Oh, I didn't know those existed.
1: <laughs> I I I see him. I oh, I used to see him on the Vita store all the time. Our yeah. R.I.P. Vita store, by the way.
2: Oh, what? what but um.
0: Was there any yeah. other like Fairly Odd Parents games or Jimmy? No, there was games there or? was
1: only the, there, there was the ones on the Game Boy Advance, but I don't have a lot of knowledge on those. Mm. Uh, there was the Avatar: The Last Airbender games.
0: Oh, I didn't know those were. I think.
1: Uh, I've. I haven't really played a lot of them. I, the one thing I do know about the um, the first one is, you can get the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty version. You can get every achievement in it in like the tutorial. Oh wow! Yeah, it's like a, it's a very easy platinum, I guess. Oh. But Woo. um, <laughs> I've heard they're okay mm-hmm. from like the ones based off the TV series, not the um the the garbage movie.
2: Oh.
0: Yeah, I yeah, never watched game. the garbage movie.
1: I walked out of the theater.
0: Oh, you did?
1: I didn't pay for the movie.
0: Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> I got <laughs> I got a free ticket, and I sat down, and I, I looked over at my friend, and I'm like, no. and just got up and left.
0: <laughs> wow. I knew it was bad, but I never watched it, so. And I still yeah, haven't yeah. to this day. Don't. And I won't. But I don't know. Yeah, I'm not really... I wasn't Im-
1: I, I wasn't impressed.
0: I've never had the urge to go back and watch Avatar either, though, because, like, I'd rather just watch anime <laughs> instead.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, there was those, but then, other than that, I mean, do you count TAC?
0: <laughs> oh. Was- that was a TV show? I thought that was just, like, a computer so... game.
1: Well, no, it was never a computer game. Wait,
0: I thought they had, like, no, like, remember how Nickelodeon had, like, a website and you could play it online? I don't know. I'm crazy. I don't remember so, that as CAC much. Cack was supposed
1: to, was, was designed as a TV show first, but the show got delayed and the games came first.
0: Oh. That, okay, that makes more sense then. Was the Cause show ever successful? Because I, I don't remember it.
1: No. <laughs> no. It, it, it bombed. But, um, I'll give a brief, I guess, overview of the games. First two are pretty good. Yep. Third one, eh. Fourth one, no. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just no. Yeah. It gets a, no. it, out, of, out of ten, it gets a no.
1: <laughs> yeah. First two are pretty good, like, just 3D platformers. The yeah. third one is, like, this weird obstacle course platformer, and it's not very good. Yep. Uh, and then the fourth one, just no.
0: Just, why? <laughs> Explain.
1: Because it, uh, it's a reboot, it's different developer, oh. it doesn't feel anything like the first two.
0: <laughs>
1: I think Blitz Games actually made it, now that I think about it.
0: <laughs> womp womp. <laughs>
1: They made a lot of pe- games, PlayStation, they made a lot of licensed games.
0: Huh. I'm trying to think what other but, um, Nickelodeon shows that would have been made into games. Was I there mean, ever there was like the... a My Life as there... a Teenage Robot game? Was that ever a game?
1: No, <laughs> no,
0: <laughs> no! I love that show.
1: Unless oh. there was, unless there was a Game Boy game, but even Maybe. then, I doubt it.
2: Yeah, what other shows? Oh, she
1: might have. She 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 might have appeared in one of the Nicktoons Unites games.
0: Oh okay, woo! That was such but a good show.
1: I I've only played the first one, which which is an okay multiplayer action game. Hmm. I have all four of them. I should probably play them at some point. Or not, or I can just let them <laughs> on the shelf. <laughs> or forever. they
0: can go on the pile. <laughs> oh, are
1: Already in the pile. Oh God! But um,
0: I'm afraid to see what your pile of video games is. It scares me. My sh-
1: my shelf of video games.
0: <laughs> it scares me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Whatever. But anyways, I guess we can. I guess we'll end we'll end off with talking about um. So completely out of nowhere, like a couple, like last year. Uh, well, initially, after uh, Nordic Games bought out THQ and most of their catalog and became mm-hmm. THQ Nordic,
2: yep.
1: uh, and basically rev- revived the THQ name, uh, they kind of put out a thing that they were going to think about doing some remasters, and one of them, I think, was rumored to be Spongebob. Yep. And then we, out of nowhere, we got the announcement of Spongebob Squarepants Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated, a full-on remake for the PlayStation 4, PC, Xbox One... And Switch. Yes. And honestly, it's a really good remake. Mm-hmm. It's an incredibly faithful remake. That's good. Doesn't do a lot new. Mhm. Doesn't really do anything poorly, other than that one game-breaking glitch I found. What? When I fell through the world. Oh no. <laughs> Granted, I was messing around with. I was doing like a boundary. You're break. You were that purposely
0: being fucky. Well, no,
1: I was trying to see if you could do the boundary thing, like, from, um, the first game.
0: Oh, okay.
1: But, uh, it doesn't work anymore. Now nope. you just fall through the stage. <laughs> and, fall through the world.
0: And you're never seen again.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you just fall indefinitely until you, Until, until you, you eventually uh, quit. <laughs> I had to reload a warp, basically, to get out of it. Oh, no! <laughs> but, um, so I'll, I'll mention, graphically, the game looks phenomenal. Mm-hmm. For, like, that style, like, the animations are really, like, expressive. Like, they're way more expressive than the, um, original game. Yeah. The only thing that's really annoying is they used the original voice acting.
0: Oh, really? They didn't update it?
1: No. Well, I mean, for the most part, that's fine. The only thing is you still get not Mr. Krabs and not... Oh. Well, to be fair, the, both the original voices of, um, Mermaid Man and Barnacle have passed away, so regardless, you wouldn't get much there. Hmm. But, I mean, the voice acting's fine, it's just, it's very noticeable that it was, it's the same voice acting.
0: Yeah. no.
1: I will admit, though, I 100 percent of the game and got the Platinum Trophy.
0: Oh, nice!
1: I, I was shocked, I managed to pull it off. I was mm. like, I, I just, I was playing it, all of a sudden, Platinum Trophy popped up, and I was like, oh! Yeah. I did everything! Neat!
0: Well, well I think also, like... You kind of forget, like when you first were playing *Battle for Bikini Bottom*. How old were you? Were you, you were like 12, 13?
1: Um, you weren't I'd have very to look
0: at... yeah. Like it, you weren't old, and you didn't have as much experience. And now you I, just have more actually, experience. You might
1: have might have been eight or nine.
0: Yeah, so you gotta remember, like when you were playing it, you were a kid, well, yeah. and now you're like, and ad- I, you're an adult now. You're old. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I mean definitely a good remake though. I was shocked at how much yeah. effort was actually put into it.
0: No. I still need to play it. Um, but I now that the, the Switch s- version is fixed apparently, I'll, I've heard I'll play that I'll it's
1: else. it's better than it was. Yeah. So, I mean, give it a shot, I guess.
0: Yeah. I'll download it at some point. I still got to finish playing all the other games that I have. But I'll play it eventually, because it does look really fun, how, and I will feel the nostalgia.
1: It's just kind of what gaming becomes. You you always get more, and you never finish anything.
0: Yep. Yep. Just like shows. You always start, and then something else comes out, and you pause, yeah. and you, you never return. Yep. Until, inevitably, yeah. there's a lull of nothingness.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That was a big part of our childhood, though.
0: No, yeah, Nickelodeon in general was, like, a huge part of our Honestly, childhood. we could probably
1: do an entire podcast on Nickelodeon.
0: Oh, yeah, just all the shows, the live, like, the live-action shows, the cartoons, especially some of the cartoons that, like, only got, like, the one-off shows, like My Life as a Teenage Robot, where, like, it, like, it did last for a little while, but then it dropped. It, Cause they had a lot it, of. Well, it's sh- weird.
1: It dropped and then it came back for like a brief period to finish up all the episodes they had done. Yeah. And then it disappeared again. Yeah. That was an oh yeah cartoons show too.
2: Yeah.
1: Do you remember oh yeah cartoons?
2: No. <laughs>
1: that was the thing where it was like all the it was basically like a bunch of pilots.
0: Oh, oh yeah. Because <laughs> like,
1: uh, <laughs> Fairly Odd Parents was a was an oh yeah cartoon too. Yep.
0: No. There was a lot. We could definitely do, like, a retrospective of our, our favorite shows. Because I feel like we were in that good range of, like, where we watched shows like Cat Dog and uh, Rocco's Modern Life. Cat,
1: You know, Cat Dog, I will admit, looking back at it, that show is not very pleasant.
0: It isn't?
1: It's such a mean-spirited show. It is? Yeah, every episode ends with them getting the shit beat out of them.
0: I don't remember that. I just remember I had this, like, cat-dog toy that was, like, it was, like, an accordion body, and then I just would play it, like, an accordion.
1: Well, did you ever notice how, like, everybody hates them for no reason?
0: Yeah, and they're just trying to be cat-dog. <laughs> and cat they, always dog. Get
1: the, they always get the crap kicked out of them for no reason. Then the freaking mouse <laughs> in their house is just a jerk.
0: Wow. That's,
1: it's really... not a, it's a mean-spirited show. Can you watch cat-dog
0: anywhere? Where can you watch Cat Dog? I want to watch Cat Dog now.
1: <laughs> to uh, see if it
0: was that mean spirited.
1: Is it on Hulu? Uh, Maybe it's I... on Netflix? I don't know. It's probably somewhere. It's
0: somewhere. Oh,
1: you know what? It's probably Amazon Prime.
0: Blech.
1: I wonder if there's a box set.
0: <laughs> so we can watch Cat Dog. I just remember the theme I mean, song. It was like. It was like a do do yeah, like It was like a banjo. And it was like cat dog cat dog.
1: We, we should probably save this for a um an actual episode. <laughs>
0: yeah, we should. Well, now we know. We'll do a podcast on that. So just I should just wait. make that
1: the teaser clip.
0: <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> just start the episode. Yeah, this episode's this episode's about Nickelodeon games. So we're going to start with Bill ranting about Cat Dog and now he doesn't like it anymore. <laughs>
0: can you also include us going do no
1: <laughs> okay we've got off the rails at this point yeah. but um i feel
0: like this is how all of them have been ending recently it's just us divulging into chaos because well, well, no, <laughs> we're two chaotic now, beings we're not well, as before chaotic, we were, before we
1: were struggling to keep a conversation now we're just going on with random shit.
0: <laughs> i know i feel be- I don't know, I hope you guys enjoy us just talking about random crap, because I do, it makes me laugh.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we've, we've, uh, drugged this one out long enough. Well, anyways, yeah. guys, um, <laughs> thanks for joining us again on the Gaming and Collecting Podcast. Um, you can find us on all the major podcasting platforms, particularly Apple Podcasts and Spotify, Alex is Dying in the Background. I <laughs> Are you okay?
0: I do I got the giggles. I don't know why.
1: <laughs> oh boy. Alright guys, well anyways, um Thanks for joining us again as we discuss the games that shaped us. Thanks! Oh boy. Anyways, see you guys later.
2: See you later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>